1: The website is Let'sTruck.com. It's April 24th, Tuesday, I think. We're here live. Pick up the phone and give me a call, 8888 Road Dog. If you do it right now, you might be able to grab an open line before they fill up. I'm going to get to those calls in just a little bit. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority, you name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. I have a rant tonight, so if you don't like my rants, you probably want to change the channel. Um, you know, I mentioned taxes. I, a lot of people don't know it, but taxes are the way that I got started on radio, so You know, I bought my first truck in the 80s, but by 1990, I was doing tax returns for other owner-operators, and I had read the tax code, I'd been through training, I had researched a lot, I had done several tax returns, I worked with a couple CPAs till I felt like I was confident and really completely specialized in owner-operators. I've been doing tax returns ever since. That's a lot of tax returns. So taxes are kind of a big issue for me. Um, so today, uh, I've talked about the fact many, many times that after a while I have to take a break from Facebook. I, I love it as a tool to share information, answer questions for people, and, you know, I'll get on there and I'll get wrapped up and I won't be getting other work done and I'll take a break or people will just annoy me. Um, and I had been off of Facebook for the most part the whole time I was on this last road trip, about 12 weeks. So this week I'm back in the office. Things are kind of settled down a little bit. We're busy, but um, I decided to go on Facebook and answer some questions. And I just happened to be scrolling through the feed, and I saw this post about how all the big corporations are saving so much money because of this Trump tax cut, and the little guy got screwed. That was basically the gist of the post. And I said, certainly corporations have saved a lot of money because of the corporate tax cut. But I'm all for that. Corporations don't pay tax. We do. They they make it up in the cost of their product. So I thought the corporate tax cut was excellent. Still do. But I also said, you're wrong that the little guy got screwed. Because I have run hundreds, several hundreds of... Comparisons for owner operators based on last year's tax law to this year's tax law 100% of them, not one single exception, 100% of the owner operators that I've run analysis on will pay less tax under this new bill. Some of them significantly less tax, eight or nine thousand dollars less. That's huge so the little guy did not get screwed. The small business owner got a huge break in the new tax bill. So I I said that, and I was pretty nice about it. But somebody came back and said, well, why does that even matter? And I'm paraphrasing here. Why does that even matter? If owner-operators know how to fill out their tax return right, they won't pay any tax anyway. And that just about put me through the roof. And this is somebody, I, I'm not going to say his name. Um, if you want to see it, you can go on Facebook. I'm not hiding his name. Um, in fact, he used to be a regular on this channel. He gives business advice to owner-operators. And he, he actually said, if they fill out their tax return right, they won't pay any tax anyway. And I almost went nuts. Because I have heard this the whole time I've been in the industry, and it's bullshit. Complete bullshit. I've said several times, many times, hundreds of times, there are only two ways not to pay tax. That's it. And I mean consistently. Sure, you might buy a new truck, use that depreciation. You might not pay any tax this year. It's going to catch up with you and you can't keep buying new trucks. That doesn't work either. I could prove that in the numbers. It's just math. Consistently, there are only two ways not to pay tax. One is not to make any money. Just don't be profitable, and then you won't have to worry about taxes. Well, I certainly don't want to get in that group because I did not go into business to not pay tax. I went into business to be profitable and make money. So I certainly don't want to just not show profit. That, that isn't high on my list. The only other way not to pay tax when you're in business is to cheat, and I don't want to be in that group either. I want to be really, really aggressive. I want to use the tax code to my advantage. I want to interpret it to my advantage, and I'll fight with the IRS and defend my position later. But even with all that, no matter how aggressive I get, if you're profitable, you're going to pay tax. If you're more profitable, you're going to pay more tax. So I said that in a much shorter, nicer way. The response back was, It was so arrogant and pompous and full of BS, I couldn't even believe it. He claims 23 years as an owner-operator, averaged $400,000 a year gross, single owner-operator, not a team, and we're talking 30 years ago when, God, if I'm honest, 30 years ago, my truck was making 73 cents a mile. I wasn't getting anywhere near 400000 Now, he was a household mover. They were making good money back then. 400000 is a big, big stretch. Maybe one year. He didn't do it 23 years in a row. But if he did, I, I'll even give him that. I, I won't argue that one. Maybe he did. But then he claims 400000 gross. The most tax he ever paid was 4000 He said most years he didn't pay really any. And, and on his worst years, he paid three or 4000 in total tax. I almost came unglued. 40000 would be more like it, and that still wouldn't be enough, probably. I know the numbers inside and out. So I challenged him on it, and I said, no way, show me a tax return. And the response was, I'll show you a tax return if you pay me. And at first I said, No, show me one and prove it. You're the one making these claims. And he kept saying, well, pay me. I said, all right, here's what I'll do. I'll play along. I will pay you. You name the price. I'll pay you to see the tax returns. And when I prove them wrong, I want you to take that money and donate it to a charity of my choice. Deal? And then he backpedaled and said, no, this is like President Trump. I'm not showing my tax returns. (sighs) Here's the reason this makes me so crazy, because there are owner-operators out there that will read that and believe it. It is absolutely 100% incorrect. There are no loopholes. You don't hear me use the term loophole when I talk about taxes. That's a lousy term. There are no loopholes. There are no secrets. There is a tax code. It's all in writing. Any good tax preparer has read it. They've studied it. They've researched it. Yes, it's a lot. Yes, it's a lot of reading. That's what it takes to be a good tax preparer. But there are no loopholes or secrets. There's nothing in there that we don't know. And even if somebody finds something or develops something, it won't be a secret for long. So anytime you hear somebody say, oh, well, I don't pay tax because I have this you know, great accountant who knows the secrets and the loopholes, run the other way. It's a recipe for disaster. Now, I don't believe for a second that he fi- that he made that kind of money, filed all these tax returns, and didn't pay any tax. I think the whole story is complete BS. And I posted it all over Facebook to debunk it. I ran it by several other tax preparers, a CPA, an EA, a former high-level IRS agent that I work with now on a lot of tax issues because he really knows his stuff. Every one of them said the same thing. Absolutely not. Nothing about those numbers or that story makes sense. So if you want to join the conversation Head on over to Facebook. It's on my page. It's in the Understanding the New Tax Law Group. I put it all over. These kind of people need to be stopped. If I, I will give him every single chance to prove his point. I have given him every chance, and he absolutely won't show anything that proves it. And this is the kind of stuff, and again, from people who claim to be helping owner-operators with business issues, to be posting stuff like that, is just absolutely irresponsible those are the kind of things I've been fighting in this industry for three decades now trying to get people to understand that that's not how taxes work this is one more lousy truck driver story the kind of crap you hear on the CB and at the liar's counter now on Facebook so that's my rant that kind of stuff just really sets me off if you want to talk about it, you can call here. Go over to Facebook and join the conversation there. We're gonna come back and get right to your calls and questions. Stick around. Kevin Rother.
2: Wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then stop holding the steering wheel audio program
3: was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program,
2: Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you, Are you willing to, to do the, the hard work? work? It's, time it's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at Let'sTruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL.
0: That's 855-800-3835. Hey, hey Audio World listener, what, what is your profit per, per mile? mile? How, How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? line? Stop, stop driving blind, blind and know your numbers. numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner operators. Have an access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30 day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tri Care team at 855 800 Fuel. That's 855 800
2: 3835.
1: Get yours today at letstruck.com or call our truck care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
4: Fuel gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855 800 Fuel. That's 855 800 3835.
1: Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. I'm off my rant now. If you want to call, I'll uh, listen to what you have to say. 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get to those calls right now. Let's get started in Tennessee. Matt, welcome to the program.
5: Hey, Kevin. Uh, Thanks for all you do for us out here. I had a health question, if that's okay. Sure. Yep. Uh, I eat... Just like you do, uh I take mercola probiotics, very careful about my health. I'm healthy, I don't take any medications uh nevertheless, about two weeks ago, I woke up with a really bad sore throat, congestion uh running nose a full fledged cold and uh so I hurried up and cooked up a batch of bone broth um I've been taking some raw garlic, up my vitamin C, some elderberry, and uh, I just cannot kick this cold. Uh, when I used to eat the standard American diet, my go-to was Dayquill and NyQuil. Yeah. My question is, uh, should I stay away from those over-the-counter medications? They used to work pretty good.
1: Yeah.
5: Uh, are they going to wreck my gut flora? Well,
1: uh, yeah, let, let me address that because this isn't really a simple answer, but I'll, I'll kind of give you the, my take on this. The first thing we have to realize, um, especially when we're talking about the cold or the flu, either one, there's no real cure for either one. They, they just have to run their course. And all of any of the cold medications we take can actually extend them. Let me explain why. All of the symptoms, the okay. things we feel when we have the cold or a flu. Think of the symptoms of fever. Well, why do we get a fever? It's our body's way of killing the virus. The, our body cranks up the heat because enough heat can kill the virus and the bacteria. That's the only, that's why we get a fever. That's the purpose of it. So here our body is trying to fight this thing, and we go take something to break, bring the fever down. We're working against ourselves. When, okay. when you have a lot of congestion and you're sneezing and coughing, guess what? That's the other way your body gets the virus out of your body. The bacteria in the virus, it expels it through mucus and you sneeze and cough. All of these things are our bodies. way of getting that out. And guess what we do? We take medication to suppress all of those things. And I get it. They're uncomfortable. They make us feel like crap. Um, so... If we understand that's what's happening, then we look at it a little different. Now, on the other hand, when you have to work and drive 11 hours today and you just feel that bad, I get it. You want some relief from the symptoms. So, you know, just just think about it that way. If you can just, you know, push through the symptoms, you're better off. It'll probably go away sooner. The, any of the over-the-counter stuff is actually probably going to extend it. Um, But if you need the relief, then take something. As far as it wiping out the gut flora, there's some evidence that it could interfere with it. But if you're eating really healthy and you're taking probiotics, and I I would double up on the probiotics. I would eat more fermented foods during that time. But you know what? If you need something for the symptoms to get through a workday every now and then, I would do it.
5: Okay, uh, I sure do appreciate it. Yeah, I've been going on two weeks with these, uh, with this cold, and I think I almost kick it, and then I wake up with a sore throat again and go back to the bone broth, and uh, yeah. I got the information from Dr. Axe, he set up the vitamin C to like five thousand milligrams a day. Uh, some raw garlic, elderberry, the bone broth, and oh, uh, it, for some reason, I just can't seem to kick it. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. everything you're doing is right, and the you know I, I'm a little surprised that you're having that hard of a time. I would almost um, have you ever taken our NutriQ online. Yes, I have. Uh, I have. You know, I, it it might almost be interesting for you to go back and take it again based on what you're feeling now, and something might jump out. We um, Have you ever taken a food intolerance test? Uh, no. There might be something in your diet that's weakening your immune system. There might be something that you're reacting negatively to that's a possibility. I, I wouldn't run out. I mean, the the fit tests aren't cheap. They're four or five hundred bucks. So, you know, it's not something I recommend lightly. If I were you, I'd keep doing what you're doing. If this goes another week though, and and you can't kick this, I I might start looking for some underlying reasons. Okay then. Yeah. Uh... About the same time you did, when you started eating this
5: way, I kicked all wheat and grain, and I'm pretty much right on line with you.
1: That That's why I'm surprised. You know, I, I every now and then, if I'm around a lot of people who are sick, you know, multiple people shaking hands, like at a truck show, things like that, and I just spent, you know, 12 weeks on the road going to industry event after industry event, shaking hands, being in rooms with people, and every now and then I will wake up in the morning and think, oh, boy, here it comes. A little tickle, a little bit of pain in the throat, a little congestion, and I'll think, here it comes. Before the day is out, it's gone. <laughs> and, and it's been that way for me now the whole time I've been eating keto, several years. I haven't had a full-blown sickness of any kind. They'll start to come on, and then they're gone. And, and I, that really is a good, strong immune system you are going to be exposed to bacteria and viruses. They're going to get in your body. But it, if, if everything's working right, our immune system should knock them out pretty quick. And you're doing so many things right, there's got to be some underlying reason this is happening.
5: Okay, yeah, this is the first time that I've gotten right. a cold this bad. I never, right. ever get sick. Never. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, again, you're with all the bone broth, the elderberry, the vitamin C, you're doing exactly what I would recommend. Dr. Axe's material's excellent. I mean, I go to his site for all kinds of stuff. So I'm surprised that this is still holding on after two weeks. I, I wouldn't let it go much more than another week before I would work with, you know, like an NTP or a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor to figure out what's going on.
5: Okay then. Uh I sure do appreciate
1: it. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Good luck with that. Let me know how it's going. Let's uh let's go to Illinois. Fred, welcome to the program.
3: Hey Kevin. I've uh I was an owner operator for quite a few years and uh didn't uh follow your advice I guess you could say and and uh most of the time I switched switch companies my mom got sick and one thing led to another parked the truck and just ended up selling the truck and trailer and uh, I just started on a company job thing just to get through till, till for mom's thing and then uh, lo and behold I've been with this company now four years and this year I'm on track to make $90,000 I'm like
1: yeah, this is a, a tough
3: thing to give up and go back to owner <laughs> operator. Yes it is. <laughs> yes it is. I uh yeah, I just like I you know I I I'm just like I, I I loved my freedom when I had it, but now I'm just like I, I this is a tough thing to give up. I
1: Well my I, don't get- know, I, I my guess is on top, to do, 90, right, to on top of the 90 on top of the 90,000 you've probably got some benefits, some paid vacation, maybe some insurance, a 401k, who knows. It, oh, yeah. It, yeah, and all you know as an owner operator how hard it is to replace those things. You know, if you get 2 weeks vacation as a company driver, as an owner operator, that costs you several thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. And health insurance is expensive, 401ks. So I get it. I mean, I have talked many, many people in your position out of buying a truck. As much as I love the owner operator model, as much as I'd love to do that. Now, here's the thing, and this is never an easy answer. Sometimes when I get questions like this, the best way I can answer them is just from my point of view, what I would do, because there's no right or wrong answer here. I, I have such a deep, burning drive to be in business and to be an entrepreneur that money is I, I can honestly say, it's just not a factor. If, if, if you offered me a job as a company driver as 100,000 at 100,000 a year? with benefits and all that stuff or they said you're you could buy a truck and you're only going to make 40,000 your first couple of years and then you know it's up to you to do better it's a clear choice for me I, I just that's just me I think it's you know in my genes at this point I, I've worked for myself since I was 16 um, so if, if it's money if this is a math issue it's pretty clear you know, the odds of you replacing that kind of income as an owner-operator are slim. I mean, as good as the economy is right now in trucking, it's still only about 10% of the owner-operators that are making those kind of numbers. So let me, uh, let me put you on hold. I'm going to come back to you after the break and see if after hearing that, if you've got a, another specific question. Like I said, this is a tough one. There's never an easy answer. We'll be right back. Stick around, Kevin. Rothstein.
0: Listener. What is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs.
1: Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30 day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our drive care team
0: at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
2: Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey.
0: Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TriCare team at
2: 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. 800-3835.
4: or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
0: Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and
2: your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then stop holding the steering wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin, Kevin Rutherford, Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, an finding and negotiating, negotiating for a new truck, truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our drive care team at 855 800 Fuel. That's 855
1: 800 3835. Hey, have you heard? We have have an an app app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free, it's simple. It does one thing, and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. The Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're going to get back to the phones. I was talking with Fred in Illinois. So, Fred, again, this is never an easy question, but does any of that help?
3: Yeah, that, that helps out a lot. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, really,
1: it's a tough decision, you like you said. It is. Giving up something that. You know, uh, I, and I'll tell you something else. I I, go- I I said that, you know, if I were given that offer, I know exactly what I would take. It's a little easier for me to say that, too, because I'm not making that kind of money and have to make the other choice. So that's the thing. You've experienced this for a while now, and you like it. I get it. That makes it even harder. No. No. You, can I uh, just
3: give you a couple of... Uh, comments i guess too first of all, i want to thank you for everything you do from the bottom of my heart everything
1: for all of us out here well you're welcome you. you're welcome
3: and uh just another thing i wanted to say all these guys that put these additives in their tanks for a better fuel economy if they've ever figured out that those things those products always come out in the springtime you never see them come out in the fall when the weather starts getting warmer and warmer, <laughs> then they all seem to come out.
1: You know what? That's an interesting thought, and I've been talking about fuel additives, talking against fuel additives for decades. They, they, you know, if you want something to clean your injectors, dump it in there once in a while, probably works. It's not going to give you better fuel economy. I've never thought about it from your that perspective, though. That's interesting.
3: I, I just have a, one more thing, Kevin, can like, say quick here. Yeah. I had a guy years ago who had a 13-speed uh, transmission, and he wanted to get better mileage, and rather than change his rear ends, he actually took and put a 4-speed transmission on the back of his ninth or 13-speed, and he said it gave him one gear lower and one gear higher. I always
1: wondered how you thought that would—that possible. Is that, would that be something? You know, some of these guys I, I, that I, don't want to change rear ends. Uh, you know, I, I don't. If if it were possible, it had to be years and years ago. I, I've seen weird combinations like this. I, I, there was even a time. Um, God, it's probably been 15 years since I've talked about this. But there was a time where I was recommending two-speed rear ends. There are differentials with that that have different gear sets, and you can choose them, so I was working with guys that did like forty percent of their work off road and they needed really low gears. But then, when they were out on the highway, the low gears were killing them and I was recommending two speed rear ends, but it is very rare. This would kinda of be the same thing and I, I, I don't even know enough about this to know whether or not that that would work, what the cost would be if those boxes are still available. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a real feasible idea these days.
3: All right. Thank just a, just a yeah.
1: you, right, yeah. Kevin. Interesting thought. Thanks. Uh, maybe we'll uh Look into that. I I just don't see much of that kind of stuff going on anymore. Let's go to, you know what? While I'm going to another call, if you want to grab an open line, if you dial right now, you might be able to grab it. I'll be able to get to your call after this next break. I'm going to go to California. Gurmit, welcome to the program. Hey,
6: Kevin. Thank you so much for a great show.
1: You're welcome. What can I help you with tonight?
6: I got a oil samples You could take a look,
1: Kevin. Yeah, let me see what we've got here. All right. So we've got an ISX Cummins. What year is it? Uh, Twelve. Uh, so 934,000 miles on the engine and about 22,000 on this oil. Is that correct? Right. Okay. This is a good-looking sample. Um, There are a couple weird things going on, and that might be concerning you, but I'll explain them because they really aren't a concern. For an ISX, this is actually a really good-looking sample. You have no fuel dilution to speak of. You have no soot. 0.3 for an ISX on soot is outstanding. Um, Your viscosities... A little, well, not really, maybe a tad high, nothing, to, nothing that would concern me there. Your base number is dropping, and that's really where the level two is coming from. But a lot of that is because it looks to me like you're not adding any oil. It looks like this engine isn't burning any oil, right?
6: Uh, very recently, I started to add one gallon every uh,
1: 15,000 miles. Okay. So just
6: last uh, sample, it had one gallon in there
1: after 15,000 miles. Okay. That's part of it. When we don't put makeup oil into an engine, our base will continue to drop. That's what base is there for. We use it up. And these, these newer diesels are tight. They're not burning a lot of oil, and we're not getting that base back in. But these newer engines also don't need as much base. So this number really doesn't concern me, and there's an easy fix. Luberfiner makes a spin-on filter to, that replaces the base. The base is right in the filter itself. So when you do an oil change, you could spin one of those on, and it would add more base. I even tell people don't do both of the filters that way because you'll end up with way more base than what you need. That's really the only problem here, and it's nothing to be concerned about. The other thing flagged at a level two was boron. Ignore that completely. That's just an additive that's in the oil. It should be there. So this is a really good-looking sample. Okay, Kevin,
6: on on that, uh, what do you see in the sample? What kind of uh, life... uh, I should expect from from this motor. Everything is factory except one injector on this
1: motor. Oh, you know, given the fact that it just now started to burn a little oil and you're at uh, 900,000 miles, I mean, I would fully expect this looks like it's going to be one of those 1.3, 1.4 million mile in-frames. There's no reason that I can see why it shouldn't go at least that long. Now, here's the one warning I have to give to that. Oil samples can tell us a lot. They tell us about the health of the engine. Between the oil sample and knowing what your oil consumption is, we know this is still a good, tight engine. It's tuned right. It's running good. Those are all good things. There's one thing that can take an engine down, That we can't ever see in an oil sample, and that's metal fatigue, and it it just happens. We don't know it. There's no warning. There's no way to know it. It just sometimes it happens. You know, we have an engine at 1.2 million miles. It's healthy. It's tight. It's not burning oil, and we break break a connecting pin, or a wrist pin, or a connecting rod. Or it just happens. Um, But it's pretty rare. So I I don't want you to worry about it. I just. You know, sometimes we don't see that coming, but from everything we see about this engine, you've got several years.
6: Mm-hmm. Can I have a, one more question,
1: Kevin? Sure, go ahead. Uh,
6: what would you do if you would be in my shoes? If if I like, when would you know? You know, you could uh, you could uh, upgrade a truck. I, I could afford a new one. I just I bought this truck, uh, brand new. I kept up very nice with this, so I, I you know, I uh, I got a uh, lot of things done to it. Yeah. But uh, I, I I have like uh, three numbers in my head. The more I think about them, the the more I uh, more I get confused. Okay. Like uh, on this one, I have seven point one five uh, miles per gallon. On the fuel gauges for last uh, three hundred seven thousand miles, okay. seventy thousand miles. All right. And then I was thinking, like this, been twenty cents a mile maintenance to this truck, okay. and then I could use uh, like five thousand dollars depreciation if I get a get a new truck. Got it. Yeah. So, how far off I am on those numbers. On the MPG, I'm, I'm assuming I could gain uh, uh, at least one mile per gallon with the new uh, Western Star with the DD-15. I,
1: I think that's a safe number. I think we could even stretch a little bit and say you could probably improve a mile and a half. Maybe even two. Now, we wouldn't want to count on that, so I think your number of one is, is pretty safe. Let me get to a break. I'll come back and uh, we'll go over this. But I'll tell you already, you've got the numbers right. You understand this. You're looking at the right stuff. It's really a matter, not so much of math. I think the math makes sense either way. I think this is more of what you want. But we'll come back and talk about that in just a minute. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothman.
0: For the 2018 CMC Live Seminar the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September
4: 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely
6: on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day,
0: not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders,
6: network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on Your business, your
4: life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey.
0: Register online at Let'sTruck.com or call our tri-care team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio World listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at Let'sTruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
2: Get, Get yours, yours today, today at letstruck.com let's or call our Tribe, Tribe Care team at 855 800 Fuel. That's 855 800 3835.
4: Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
1: Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. I'm going to go back to the phones. I was talking with Gurmeet in California. So, you know, you are on the right track with this. You're looking at the right numbers and you're looking at them the right way. After that, all we can do is guess because we don't know for sure. We don't know that the maintenance costs won't go up on this truck in the next couple of years. Probably will. Uh, we don't know what the maintenance cost is going to be on a new truck. There's a chance it could be less than the 20. I wouldn't count on much less, though. I'd count on maybe 15 at best. We might pick up five cents a mile on maintenance. You're probably going to pick up several cents a mile on fuel. And the first two years, it's very possible that the new truck would cost you more. That third year is kind of when they would start to cross over and you'd start saving money with the newer truck. And the good news there is the first two years is when you can use a bunch of depreciation to offset that. So your tax bill will go down. So I think this, you're pretty safe either way. You're not going to go wrong if you want to keep the truck you have. And I don't think buying a new truck in the position you're in is going to be any big burden. In fact, in the long run, I think it's going to save you money.
6: Already, I'll think about it, let you know, Kevin.
1: Okay. I appreciate it. You're Thank welcome. You so much. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to New Mexico. Carl, welcome to the program.
5: Hey, Kevin. Long time listener for the second time, caller.
1: Well, great hey, to have man, you here. Uh,
5: I've got a question about this keto diet.
1: Okay. Um,
5: drinking
0: a lot of water
5: and a lot of tea gets old. Is there anything else that you I could possibly drink besides that? Yeah. Can, I've got to get away from the sugar. Gatorade, you know, it's got a lot of sugar in
1: it. Yeah, definitely stay away from sugar. There are a couple options here. If it's like the carbonation you crave, a lot of people crave carbonation. Um, you could drink something like seltzer waters. There are some flavored, no sugar, you know, carbonated waters on the market. You could buy one of those soda stream machines where you carbonate your own drinks and then you can add some like, uh, you know, essential oils from fruits and maybe even a little stevia if you want a little sweetness. Um, I wouldn't do a whole lot of that, but that's one way to kind of control your own drink with one of those soda stream machines. There's another drink I just found. That I think was just a killer idea. I hope the company stays in business. I'm a little worried about them. I actually saw them on Shark Tank. I love that show. Um, here's what they do. This was just brilliant. You know, when, when maple sap comes out of the tree, it's like water. I think it takes like 100 gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup. You've got to boil it down so far to get it to be that sweet. Um, what they do... They take the sap right out of a maple tree, like water. They don't dilute it or they don't reduce it down at all. So it's just got this little bit of sweetness. And they carbonate it and put it in a can. So it's got this little bit of maple taste, little bit of sweetness. But the thing about that sap is it's loaded with minerals. I mean, that's really good stuff to be drinking. So it's kind of like this little funky-tasting soda, but it's got a ton of minerals in it.
5: Yeah, well, it, it's not really the sweetness that I'm after; it's the flavor. Yeah.
1: After yeah. a while,
5: you know, you gotta have
7: something besides tea and water.
1: Yeah, you might you might do better with something like a Soda Stream the machine so you could control, you know, what flavors you put in. And like I said, you can use essential oils, fruit juices, you know, and if you don't want any sweetness, you don't have to put any in. You can put in a little stevia if you want. That That's probably something that might work well. Or, like I said, especially if you go to places like Whole Foods or a Sprouts Market, you can find, you know, be- oh, here's another one. Have you ever tried... Oh, shoot, I just just drew a total blank. Um, it's a brand name. It's not kombucha, but it's like kombucha. But most people like the taste a lot better. Kombucha can be a little, you know, strong tasting to some people. It's a little tart. Um, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this name. I have some in my refrigerator right now. Uh... It's not coming to me either. Um, Whole Foods always carries it. Sprout Market always carries it. I've seen it in Safeways, a lot of other grocery stores. It, it's a fermented drink like kombucha, but it's a different method. So it's a little more mild. It's got a little bit of sweetness, not much, but the flavor is intense. And they have all kinds of different flavors. Um, I'll tell you what. Do you follow any of my pages on Facebook? Uh, not at the moment. Okay, because I was going to say when I think about it, I'll post it up there. Um, you know what? If you if you think about it and you have time, send an email to support at truck dot com, and they'll get that over okay. to me, and I'll I'll get back to you with that name, unless it comes to me in the next five and a half minutes. Um starts with a K I can remember that um, that may be something you'd really like and not only is it you know not unhealthy it's extremely healthy because it's loaded with probiotics
4: right
5: well I'll look at my local grocery store because they they're associated with Safeway. It's called uh, United.
1: Yeah, it'll be in a refrigerated case. It needs to stay cold, so that'll help you find it. You don't have to wander up and down the beverage aisles. You're going to have to go over probably to where they keep, like, the health food kind of stuff, and it'll be in a cold case.
5: Okay. I'll be sure to look out for it
1: then. All right. And uh, like I say, if you you can't find it, it's kind of hard to find if I don't give you a name, but I can't think of a name right now Um, send an email and i'll i'll get it back to you
0: all right
7: i
5: sure will
1: all right good talking to you thanks for the call let's head off to michigan dan welcome to the program
7: Good evening, Kevin. After listening to your opening, I'd like to know what you really think tonight.
1: (laughs) I was a little wound up about that. I knew I was good. That really That's one of those pet peeves of mine. It really makes me a little crazy. And to think that somebody who claims to give business advice to owner operators would post something like that just made me insane.
7: Well, I'm getting a little the same way with OIDA organization. Uh, You know, I always felt I'm a member of OIDA, I have for like the past 10 years, because I felt they were at least doing something, but, you know, after they went all the way to the Supreme Court with the ELD problem, and I thought their argument was weak right from the start, and uh, you know, they're all doom and gloom, and I was thinking of joining NASTIC, what do you think of that organization?
1: Um, you know, Nastic is – hey, let me jump in real quick because I just remembered the name and I don't want to forget this. The name of the drink, I knew it started with – in fact, it almost starts with my name. Um, it's Kavita, K-E-V-I, same as my name, T-A, Cavita. Okay, so Nastic. Um, I, I like Nastic a lot. I really do. I, I like they haven't become political They are more of a true business association for small carriers. They have one of the best fuel cards I've ever seen. I I don't know how they negotiated their discounts, but whoever did it did a great job. They have a killer fuel card. Um, They have a bunch of other stuff that, that really helps small carriers. So to me, that's what an association should be doing. They should be the only thing I, I could maybe criticize them on is I wish they'd do more education, you know, because to me, that's another thing associations are known for. Every other association I belong to provides a lot of, of education, seminars and training. And, uh, but those are in other industries. In trucking, we just don't seem to have that. But as far as NASTIC goes, I, I think they're a great organization. I, I think they're worth be- belonging to. Oh, cool. Well,
7: you know, my wife uses the online stuff for, like, the administrating, like, the drug plan that we have. And through, through OIDA, I mean, she's actually a member of OIDA, too. But uh, lately, they, I disagree with almost everything that they're trying to push through, you know. And it's uh, hard to belong to an organization that you really don't agree with.
1: Uh, You know, I, I've been very, very vocal about you know my opposition to OIDA for years. We almost never see eye to eye. Um, I, I did give them credit for taking the ELD fight all the way to the Supreme Court, but like you, I think it was the wrong argument. I don't think there is a good argument against ELDs. I really don't. They should have been fighting hours of service all that time instead. I just don't think there is a good argument against the ELD. I think it's going to happen because there's no reason why it shouldn't, honestly. Uh, but I've disagreed with them many, many times, and you're right. I, I can't support and belong to an organization that I have that many disagreements with. I don't ever think I would find an organization I agree with 100%. There's some things Nastic does that I'm not wild about, but not many. So, you know, we got to pick and choose who we're going to partner with. I've got to get out of here. I'm all out of time. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you tomorrow night. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
7: for tuning in to the audio road if you have any questions give us a call at 855-800-FUEL that's 855-800-3835 check out the website at let and find us on facebook.com slash let's truck